think they got the answers, I change the questions. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Are you chewing gum? Hey everybody, welcome back to the Almost Sideways Movie Podcast. My name is Adam, I'm your host today, and these are my daily notes where I have fun conversations about film. This is Memorial Day weekend. I'm actually recording this on the 31st, which May 31st is Memorial Day. So uh, really, uh, I'm excited for today's episode. It's not really uh, something I'm sitting down and recording fresh. It's actually some older reviews leading up to the 2019 version of Hellboy. I found these reviews, and I wanted to at least share them for an episode uh, so I figured might as well do it to this week because I didn't. I had plans this weekend, and we're just getting back in. I'm, you know, settling back down with work and everything. Today on this Monday, I had a short day. I figured I'd just record something real quick for you. Uh, anyway, so the reviews are Hellboy 2004 with uh, Ron Perlman and Del Toro, and then Hellboy 2: The Golden Army, and then Hellboy 2019 with David Harbor. Uh, yeah, so I have all three of those reviews here for you guys, and then um, I was debating putting the ranking. And I might as well just put my my franchise ranking at the very end. Uh, I will say this though: I do have some cool things in the works. I have a, an interview scheduled for the month of June. That's with Mr. Zach Pope of Zach Pope Movie Reviews of, on YouTube. Really good friend of mine. He's almost twenty thousand subscribers there. Also, want to start up two different series of, of going through a person's filmography, looking back at their films. And uh, with some fun guests as well. I'll announce the first two episodes. The first uh, series will be Steven Spielberg, which will happen. I'll have a re- episode about Raiders of the Lost Ark. I invited Brett Doze, who has an awesome podcast as well. When we get into his episode, we'll introduce the podcast as well. So make sure to be on the lookout for Raiders of the Lost Ark review from the uh, Journey with Spielberg. That's what I'm calling it. And a j- uh, Journey with Edgar Wright is coming as well, leading up to... The uh, last night in so- Saho, and that is going to be the first review. It's going to be Hot Fuzz with my good buddy Ryan of the Suit Up Geek podcast. So that'd be, I think that's the first episode you'll probably see most recently. Anyway, without further ado, I'm going to pass it over to past self, past Adam. Give us the reviews for the Hellboy franchise. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys later. With the upcoming release of Hellboy in theaters later on this week, it's the third installment in the Hellboy franchise and one of my most anticipated films of 2019. This new edition stars David Harbour from Stranger Things fame as the leading character of Hellboy. Previous two installments in the franchise were directed by Guillermo del Toro, who also won for The Shape of Water recently and directed Pan's Labyrinth. He stepped into this dark horse comic genre with the first installment of Hellboy starring Ron Perlman. And that's the film we're going to be talking about today. Watch your hands and elbows. Pardon? (sighs) Welcome to the Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense. There are things that go bump in the night, Agent Myers. And we are the ones who bump back. Hellboy. Well, come on in. Meet the rest of the family. Abraham Sapien. Liz Schumann. It's a beautiful name. Don't worry, Boy Scout. She'll take care of you. These freaks. They give me the creeps. Really? Every time the media gets a look at him, they come running to me. I'm running out of lies. If there's trouble, all us freaks have is each other. What the hell is that? 
Something big. In the absence of light, darkness prevails. Sixty years ago, they tried to destroy the world. They're back. this door ancient evil oh well let me go in and say hi hellboy came out in 2004 directed by gilmore del toro starring ron perlman as the title character also doug jones as abe sapien and selma blair jeffrey tambor john hurt and rupert evans now a pretty dang solid cast in this film and it's a based off a of Dark Horse Comics property. And we follow Hellboy and his group of kind of misfit characters, if you were, and kind of monsters, and they have to capture the other, the bad monsters, in a sense. And what I really loved about this film, first of all, I think the Ron Perlman as Hellboy just nails this role. He knows how to embody it. I think it even steps up in Golden Army. That's the second installment. We'll talk about that later. However, I really think Ron Perlman kind of makes it his own. He has some kind of witty dialogue in this character, and he kind of really just knows it. He kind of brings a dryness to it, but also a kind of makes him human in a sense and kind of relatable all in one like go around how can you get behind a guy who's completely red with a giant red fist who's from hell and his, his name is hellboy but somehow ron perlman pulls it off and it works so so well Rewatching this film i originally i did not really care about this film the first time i watched it way back when it first came out i was like okay this is kind of lame and I remembered it going, uh, ending differently and everything. However, rewatching it re uh, last week, I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to focus now. I'm going to pay attention to this film. And I kind of really dug this one a lot more than my first time watching. I think definitely the year gap between rewatches kind of helped me out for sure. I got more invested into the characters. I definitely appreciated Del Toro's direction a lot more in this one as well. And I... How I always looked at the first Hellboy, I was like, well, I didn't really like it the first time, but Hellboy, the Golden Army is far superior, so I don't even need to go back and rewatch the first one. However, rewatching this one now, I was like, this is pretty impressive. A lot of stuff, you know, I can see the scope, what they were trying to go for. Sometimes the special effects do let the film down a, a, a tad because it came out in 2004 and they weren't up to snuff where you know future installments are gonna could take the franchise however i definitely saw the vision i thought it was pretty pretty grand it felt smaller in scope but also very epic at the same time you know having these characters trying to fight off this kind of nazi type of power as well trying to open up these this gate to you know have these different monsters come through to take back earth i thought that was very interesting and definitely a, a different way of going about you know taking over the the earth and having our heroes of, you know, Hellboy and Abe Sapien trying to fight back against that, I thought that was pretty dang awesome. The rest of the cast in the film does a really good job. I want to talk about Doug Jones in this film. You know, he gets kind of, not, doesn't really get really talked about too much because he all, he's always playing characters that have a lot of makeup on. And Abe Sapien has a lot of makeup on. I really liked his character a lot. He was more of the scientific brains behind the operation. He wasn't like the brute, brute, force like hellboy is but he he's the the smart guy behind the brute force if you were and his smartness and uh 
the way he held holds himself in this film was really awesome. I definitely got more invested into that character. And I actually really like Abe Sapien a lot. I wanted to see more of him on screen. And, you know, near the end of the third act, he's not on there in the film a whole lot in the, in the third act. But he's in there enough where I was like, okay, good. I'm, I'm getting my Abe satisfaction just a tad bit more. I thought that was really cool. And Doug Jones, you know, he gets a, kind of a bad rap because, you know, his last film was The Slenderman. Not a good film. I, you know, I hear horrible things about that one. I'm so happy I had missed it. But anyway, Selma Blair shows up as well. She's this a character that has a fire powers to her. I want more of her characters. I know there's a kind of a relation, like a love triangle type of thing between Rupert Evans and Selma Blair and Ron Perlman's characters. You know, there was a misunderstanding there, miscommunications type of stuff. But I, I kind of didn't care about that aspect of their like this relationship triangle too much. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't, don't care about this right now. I want to focus on the story and where where we're going to go moving forward with that. But I still entertaining. I thought the act, actress Selma Blair was really good in this one. And again, I can see where they're laying the groundwork to improve the characters moving forward into the second film. And I think that they, they've really pay off in that one. Also, John Hurt as leading this organization, uh, you know, a guy who, in the in the film, he's kind of have has this illness where he's dying, but he's trying to hold these group of this ragtag team together. I thought that was pretty awesome. I, I'm a big fan of John Hurt, you know, from recent films like Snowpiercer and Fever Vendetta. Not those are not really recent anymore, but those are some roles that I really liked of his in the last like decade or so. John Hurt's a really fantastic actor, and I thought he really pulled off this uh, commander-in-chief character pretty dang well. The villains were stereotypical villains, even though there were some menacing aspects to them, and so I thought they were a pretty good foe going up against Hellboy. One thing that kind of holds the movie back down for me is that it takes a little while for the characters, our main characters like Hellboy and this group, this organization to try to figure out what the villains are doing. They're trying to, it kind of moves at a slower pace. There's a lot of action going on during that slow times, but it takes a long time for them to actually feel or feel and vet getting into this story. As a, you know, a viewer of the film, I know what's happening. I see what the villains are doing. However, these characters are taking a long time getting to that where the villains are trying to lead them into their plot. So that it's kind of, there's some kind of uh, things like I want them to figure this out a little more, even though I'm enjoying the action I see on screen. That Hopefully that makes sense how I'm describing it. And overall, I think the film does work really well. I really enjoyed myself watching it this time around. I'm actually looking forward to rewatching this one again and, and more times in the future now that I actually finally own the film. Overall, I think there's some really good direction. I like the scope of the film. I like the feel of this film. It feels kind of dark and grimy. I love Ron Perlman as Hellboy. I thought he was fantastic. The supporting cast is really good. I feel like the, the villains in this film are pretty stereotypical villains. You know, they want to try to take over the world, and there's not much development in them in this film. And also, I feel like the special effects do let the film... Um, do let the uh, the scope that the direction was going for down ever so slightly but it's a good groundwork for what's to come in the next film where they definitely have the special effects budget to step up their game and develop this world even more now for our next item the royal crown of beth mora a piece from a long lost culture lost not at all very much alive and i am here to reclaim what is rightfully mine. Call security! Oh. 
when our world is threatened. I have returned to wage war and reclaim our land. My forces beyond our understanding. Our government turns to an elite, top-secret organization. We're moving out. We had over 70 guests reported. We have no survivors. Same story here, babe. Don't call me babe. Hey, I said, hey. Red, we have company. I'm Princess Nuala. My father died to uphold the truce with your world. I will call upon the help of all the children of the earth. The good. The bad. Give it up, Nasty. We can see it. You see me? How? How do you see me? And the worst. The Golden Army. The unstoppable force. Oh, crap. Them. Wouldn't do that if I were you. They're afraid of me. You have more in common with us than with them, demon. Excuse me. Make the choice. You woke up the baby. Now, this second film, I, I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it so much. Now, going back into the 2004 version, I was didn't really care for that much the first time I watched it, way back in 2004. However, I rewatched it and thoroughly enjoyed it. Going back here, I already knew I loved Hellboy the Golden Army. However, rewatching this with the context of the first film in my mind and understanding that they were trying to make a, their scope of the film and building this world that... The special effects weren't quite there for what their vision was. However, Golden Army, man. All the scope that they had planned, they really dive and develop this world with it. They, the effects are there. The makeup is there. Everything you would like to see in this kind of mystical world and realms are here on the screen. And it, it's all in all its glory and it's absolutely fantastic. There's not really any loose ends here. Everything's wrapped up tightly from the first one, and then we dive into this brand new adventure with our favorite red uh, red hero, anti-hero, Hellboy, Liz and Abe Sapien. In this film, there is an evil, well, maybe not an evil prince. I think I understand his motives, and I think they're pretty understandable. But a prince of these dark elves... Um, wants to raise up the golden army to take back you know so the the mystical creatures don't have to be in hiding anymore he has to find three pieces of a crown to be able to rise up that golden army and of course hellboy and our team has to stop them my overall thoughts guys is that everything i loved about ron perlman from the first hellboy he delivers it so much more with even more heart believe it or not i thoroughly just enjoyed this film so much and that goes a lot with del toro's storytelling i thought you know seeing the scope and vision he wanted for the first one like i said like it definitely is evident that there's a great vision here a great plan here there's a lot of more there's a lot more mystical creatures on time i think they had a bigger budget obviously for this film and they definitely showed off what they were able to do what they were planning from the first from the very first film this film 
this Golden Army movie is just a, a fantastic sequel. You know, sometimes people say like the, the sequels aren't as good as the originals. However, I would argue Hellboy Two: The Golden Army is probably one of the better superhero sequels out there. It's so underrated for a Hellboy movie, and something that doesn't really get talked about when you talk about the superhero genre anymore. I think all the supporting characters like Abe, played by Doug Jones, and Liz from Selena Blair, even Jeffrey Tambor as this agent guy who is head of the this division, and you know he even is fantastic in this film. The uh, special effects are, are top-notch. The makeup is fantastic. What I really found myself really enjoying was just getting invested with the characters and seeing that this world is lived in. I, I, can't, I have to talk about that so much because I truly just think that this world and this char- these character developments are just top-notch. Our villain in here is a very a sympathetic villain. I understand his motives and I get what he why he's doing the things he is and it brings a good kind of conflict for Hellboy. You can definitely see him battling with his emotions and I thoroughly think that's what good villains do. They conflict our heroes, the people that we're cheering against and also kind of maybe pull you towards their side. I thought he was a very a great step up from the previous villain. I think his name was Rasputin. Rasputin in the first one. He was a this this prince guy is a very great character here. As negatives go, I don't really think that there's a ton really to talk about here. There is some like relationship drama with Abe and also Hellboy and Liz. I don't necessarily think that needs to be paid off in this film or needs to necessarily happen to make this film good. If you take that stuff out, it'd still be just as fine. However, I do. Those personal issues, even though I don't really care about them, they do develop our characters a lot more, and I definitely think the relationships even make them even stronger. Uh, there's not a whole lot of complaints or nitpicks I have of this film. I, I have nothing but positives, and I think this, this is one of the best Hellboy outings you can ever ask for. And it definitely gets me excited for the new one, and I know that I'm just kind of seeing some mixed stuff on that one already, and I'm not going to read any spoilers or anything. I'm looking forward to going to see it tonight. However, I do have a really strong, uh, you know, a strong film right in front of me in Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. So I'm really, really excited to go back and rewatch this countless number of times and even try to catch new things in the background and just like what they were able to do to make this world even better. They warned us that something was coming. If there is ever an end in this forever war... It will be because of you and your strong right hand. I'm on your side! Sorry, my bad. We're the line in the sand. We fight against the forces of darkness. This is it. We're expecting a sign that says secret headquarters. I need some ID, love. Um, are you serious? You made me a damn weapon. I just wanted to help you become the best you. Some dads get their kids Legos. How have we got to be saving the world or something? Does it do anything special? Yeah. It smashes things real good. 
mind's best and only hope. I thought we were supposed to be fighting monsters, not working with them. Who you call a monster, pal? You look in the mirror recently? He's an asshole. Sorry! I interrupt! On the contrary, you've arrived just in time. Today we're going to be talking about one of my most anticipated films. It's funny to say that sentence after I've seen this film, but we're talking about Hellboy 2019 edition starring David Harbour from Stranger Things fame, starring as our favorite red-handed fisted character of Hellboy. This film was directed by Neil Marshall, a guy who has worked on Game of Thrones, which is a show I absolutely adore and love and there's a lot of hype and anticipation for this movie for me because i'm a big fan of the del toro films as hellboy 2019 sees our heroes try to take down a blood witch this blood witch uh, in the past has been her body has been separated by king arthur and uh, there's a force of um, people trying to bring that body together to have her bring back her mighty power so they can dominate the world once again. Hellboy and his group of crew are trying to take and stop that from happening. Let's get my positives out of the way rather quickly. I think David Harbour does a pretty good job. He definitely owns this role, and he he feels uh, different than Perlman's uh, version of the uh, character. I feel like Perlman has some dry sense of humor, but also relatability to him. I didn't feel so related, uh, relatable to David Harbour's version of Hellboy. However, he is definitely more mascu- uh, muscular, I mean, not masculine, but muscular version than Perlman. He has a, a wit about him that it's not as dry as Perlman's uh, version, but he definitely has a more out-of-the-box kind of sense of humor. And he has this presence. He definitely commands the room when he's involved. And I think David Harbour definitely uh, went for it in this role. He uh, is a traditionally uh, a behind the not the behind the scenes, but kind of a B level uh, cast member. He's always playing supporting characters. He wasn't even a main character in Stranger Things, but that's where a lot of people know him from. And but this one, he actually gets a leading role, and I think he definitely runs with it. Mila Jonovich, who is no, I know her mostly from Resident Evil fame. I know she's playing in a couple of things like The Fourth Kind as well. Uh, this she plays the Blood Witch in here, and I think she definitely goes for it as well. She tries to give it her all, and I think she does a pretty good job as this character. You know, she's not the greatest actress. Actually, Mila Jonovich also was in Fifth Element, and that's probably the movie I should be mentioning except The Fourth Kind. Anyway, uh, she definitely tries to step out a lot and plays this menacing uh, figure of the Blood Witch. Did a pretty decent job here. I, I drew similarities from uh, Joel uh, Mila's performance here from Sofia Botella's The Mummy for um, The Mummy from a few years ago in that Dark Universe fiasco. There, definitely see kind of uh, a comparison in a sense. Uh, you know, very kind of stoic kind of performance there, but also you she has a clear plan and clear vision to take back what she feels is hers. So. You definitely could see that. Other cast members in here, I think Ian McShane is playing Ian McShane. He's pretty much playing the same character he's in John Wick and even in Game of Thrones there. That's, that's a pretty good little tie-in. 
He's a good actor. I, I, every time he's on screen, I like the movies he's in. So I'm not going to complain about Amy McShane, but he's playing the same kind of character. I also thought that there's certain elements in this film, like the action sequences are filmed in completely differently than any other other Hellboy movies there is. And I think that's definitely uh, from the scope of Neil Marshall. He has directed some really good episodes of Game of Thrones, so having had a different kind of take on some action sequences, I think it works in this film relatively well. And I also enjoy s some of the special effects in here. Uh, but that's pretty much what I have to say about the, my positives for this film. And I'm kind of mostly disappointed, to be honest with you. Like I said, this is one of my most anticipated films, and I thoroughly enjoy the Del Toro version of the movies. And going into this film, it's 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 tough to do uh, from a standpoint of uh, you're kind of judging apples to oranges here. You have to look at these films completely different. Do not go in there trying to think um, these Del Toro films and this these Neil Marshall film and try to make it. Uh, compare the two because it doesn't work you're definitely gonna be disappointed that way so try to shut your brain off from that comparison thing so but it's really hard and for me the things i really didn't like about this was uh it didn't feel i felt like there's a disconnect here i think that they were trying to push the envelope for that r rating and i didn't think they necessarily needed to i there was uh, some sequences here that were overly violent, and there's a lot of crazy killing in here that just I didn't. I it was tough, to, especially I like eating popcorn in the theater, and it was tough. I was like, oh goodness, ooh, that didn't look right to me. I didn't, I didn't like that. Uh, so that there is that kind of stuff. However, those action sequences are pretty put together really well, so that goes into a positive pile. However. One of the big things that kind of really rubbed me the wrong way, and I'm not trying to go into spoilers, no worries to spot spoilers here, it kind of reminded me uh, in a way of Iron Man 2. feels like there's a lot of setup for other uh, future films here, and even in the climatic battle, it feels rather easy, kind of like in Iron Man 2 when they took down uh, Whiplash's character in that film. However, in this one, it, it's... No, it's a little tougher than Whiplash, granted, but it, just, it seems kind of easier. Another thing that kind of really rubbed me the wrong way is this sense of humor the film tries to have. I felt like in this one, you know, there's not a really subtlety. They definitely tried to just try to be funny, and the jokes didn't land really well with me, and I just didn't care for it. The writing, I guess that goes into the writing, too. It feels very um, kind of, you know monologue -y. they definitely just try to explain stuff they have ex a lot of exposition here uh, there's a character trying to tell um tell his story about what happened to him why he got a certain scar on his face and there's he's just talking through the whole thing so instead of showing us what happens they try to show but they just clearly go over that uh voice over there and there's so much exposition in this thing i just want to see what's happening instead of being told what's happening you know, I'm not a dumb moviegoer. I, 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 can under, I can understand stuff that's happening on a screen. I can put the pieces together. And it, this movie just treats me like I'm kind of dumb and just tries to tell me everything. Don't like that at all. You know, even though there was some good concepts in this one, I felt like they definitely missed the mark. And there was a, definitely a disconnect with me, uh, the filmmakers, and the audience. The audience here, it seemed like a couple people left the theater before the movie even stopped. And... The, uh, the credits rolled. It, and to be honest with you, I really have a sour taste in my mouth about this movie. I'm really conflicted because I think there's potential here, but wasted potential is not a good thing. 
So right now, I think this is one of my least favorite films that I've watched in all of 2019. And that's really sad for me because I do like the character of Hellboy. I would like to see a, another film and hopefully they can correct some of the issues and the, some of the um, disconnect that um, this film is having with audience members. A brand new Hellboy film has hit theaters this weekend, and that marks three films in the Hellboy franchise. In today's video, I'm going to rank all three films from worst to best. Now, this is my personal take on the franchise. I think we might have the same list. However, if there's any differences, I definitely want to hear about them because I want to know why you have movies placed in certain spots. If you guys are interested in the, the reviews for each individual film, make sure you guys check the gimmicks above my head when they pop up. So let's get started. That's right, the brand new Hellboy film finds its way at the bottom of my list, and for good reason. This is one of my most anticipated films of 2019. I said that in my review, and was saying it again. I was really disappointed here. I think that with that R rating that they did get with this film, they did things because they had it. They didn't ask themselves, should we do it? They try to push the envelope with the language. They push the envelope with the violence, and it doesn't really pay off here. It comes across as gross and really hard to look at. However, there are positives for this film. David Harbour is a very good actor, and I think he really delivers a different type of Hellboy than we saw in previous installments, but he has this gravitas, kind of menacing presence to him as well. I do enjoy Ian McShane, even though he's playing Ian McShane, and Mila Jonovich, you know, she's not the greatest actress, but I really feel a, a Sofia Botella vibe from The Mummy in her performance. I, I enjoy it. I think there's a, some good things to have there. I think that Mila and David Harbour are really giving it their all in this film and really owning those roles. However, the movie completely lets them down. Neil Marshall is a pretty dang good director. He's done some great episodes of Game of Thrones. However, in this film, I, I some good actions, pieces, a lot of cool stuff in there. But there's not really a substance to it for me, and it just really kind of just let me down. The world that was created in previous films, I don't really feel that created vibe here. I feel like it's pretty just it is what it is type of thing. There's a lot of bright, flashier colors in here, but it doesn't really feel like there's it's a grounded in reality kind of world. It just kind of disappointed me uh, for sure easily at the bottom of my list. Hellboy from 2004, the very first film directed by uh, Guillermo del Toro, Toro, which is a very great director. But when this movie first came out, I really didn't care about it too much. I watched it, and I thought the ending was rather weak. I didn't really care about the characters. I thought the visuals were kind of, uh, whatever. But I rewatched it, and I completely ate those words. I actually really enjoy this film now. I thought there's a, a lot of stuff that they this film really does right. I feel like they really gave us a world that, even though the technology wasn't there to develop it as fully, they definitely had laid the groundwork for a future installment in the Golden Army. However, I, the big thing with this film is that Ron Perlman just absolutely owns the role. He has a kind of dryness to him, but also a relatability with his humor and, and his character as well. He's a phenomenal actor. I really think he delivers in this one. Selma Blair as Liz also is a good character, and but is not as fleshed out as she is in the second film. However, there is a, some good groundwork for her character moving forward in the franchise. Doug Jones, probably one of my favorite characters in this first film. He plays Abe Sapien. I really like his um, uh, influence, uh, influ uh, his 
his mind in this one. He's a very smart guy as well. I just like his presence on screen. The villains are rather weak with uh, Rasputin, but they do look amazing. The visuals do let the film down a little bit, but I definitely understand the scope that this film is trying to set, and I appreciate what Del Toro was trying to do with this film, and this is a very good outing for a franchise, the start of a franchise. The one thing I did notice with the second watch is that our heroes don't see what's going on the villains are doing for like the first like 30 to 40 minutes. That is a kind of a negative for me because as a viewer, I know what's happening, but I want our heroes to kind of catch up to me because I want to see what the story goes. There's some really good action in those first couple of like 45 minutes, however, so there's that as well. So it's a really solid outing. You woke up the baby. Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, is the bona fide best Hellboy film there is. And I knew it was a dang good movie before I even rewatched it this last week. And I can tell you one thing. Ten minutes into the movie, I looked over to my wife and said, this is a damn good movie. Very underrated sequel. Very underrated comic book movie. And a very underrated Del Toro movie. I do enjoy this director so much. Obviously, he just won for The Shape of Water. He also directed a movie called Pan's Labyrinth, which is a fantastic film as well. However, what I really loved about this film is he took everything, all the groundwork he laid in the very first Hellboy movie... He came here, he had a bigger budget, he was able to develop it a lot more. He was able to make a world that felt realistic, but also dived into that fantasy element. Some really crazy stuff that happens in this film, but it feels completely believable because of the previous groundwork that was laid. It definitely had took its time to develop the characters, and Ron Perlman definitely shows that a second outing definitely benefited him in this role and he brings even more relatability more charm but also some fiction in his character as well because of this evil elvish prince that's kind of conflicting him and saying kind of tempting him it's like do you want to side with the uh, us quote-unquote monsters or do you want to side with the humans that are not going to uh, want you to be a part of their society in the first place there's also some really good character development with Liz, for Selma Blair's character, and uh, Hellboy. really loved those character moments. Even though they didn't necessarily have to be in the movie, I thought they definitely laid the even progressed their characters from the first film. Uh, Doug Jones' Abe, he has a romantic relationship in this film. That's the one story point that I don't necessarily need to have in it, but it's still interesting. It definitely moves uh, Abe along as a character as well. But my favorite thing about this movie is the visuals. The visuals are fantastic. They're top-notch. They definitely improved them from the previous film. The makeup work for the monsters and these creatures are amazing. It's uh, fantastic and epic in scope. Definitely feels kind of like a Lord of the Rings type of uh, style and gives me that kind of vibe there, but in a more modern setting. I think this film is a fantastic, very underrated comic book movie that if you ask me what's my favorite comic book movie sequel, Hellboy 2 is going to be in the argument, and at least in the conversation at least. Very great movie, and I think you should definitely check this the first two Hellboy movies out and skip that last one, I would say. But that's my quick ranking of all three Hellboy films ranked from worst to best. Yes, I do know there's two animated films that I'm not going to include in this one because I'm only talking about the uh, cinematic films. But I'm looking forward to watching those animated, uh, those motion pictures as well. Anyway, guys, that's my quick ranking. I already said that, but my name is Adam. Until next time, guys, I love talking about movies 
entertainment type of stuff. So if you like that, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Let me know you guys list in the comment section down below. Till next time, I will see you later.